Thank God I've got tea for this episode. <laughs> right, where are we here? God, I feel like shit today. to another podcast here on the Moor Army podcast itself. Uh, well, this is the first ever Unleashed episode here on the on the platform. Um, if you're listening to us for the first time, you haven't checked out the first podcast where I sat down with my lovely teenage children, Brooke and Lewis, on the Family Friendly episode this past Tuesday. Um, if you find us here on uh, Spotify or if you find us here on YouTube, or if Apple have decided to take their finger of their ass and decide to put our uh, podcast on their platform, you're listening to us on Apple iTunes. Um, soon to be on SoundCloud as well, thanks to some convincing from my daughter um, at the end of the last podcast. I uh, just want to tell you straight, guys. Um, I said in the last podcast I thought I was getting a bit of a cold, and that is the case. I'm sitting here recording this episode this morning with a very strong cup of coffee, I've just taken some paracetamol and I have a little bit of a cold. Not a man flu, for some of you people out there who like to sit and go, men have man flu, which I think is a lot of bullshit, but it's a cold. You get up and get on with it, and that's the end of it. And before anybody asks, asks as well, it ain't COVID. So in case anybody there is turning her out and thinking it's COVID, no, it's not COVID. So I have a cold, and that is the end of it. You get up, you get on with it. I spent sitting down here for a little bit, record a podcast, and shoot from the hip. So here I am, back for the first episode on our Thursday edition of the podcast. We like to call it the Unleashed version, where I can pretty much have more of a free reign. So on this episode, you'll probably hear a lot of heavy breathing because of my cold. We'll have a bit of a blocked nose. Some slurping of tea and coffee. And me talking pretty much a load of crap (laughs) to talk to you for the next bit of while here um, here on the podcast. So I want to get the plugs out of the way, first of all. Um, as I just said, either you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, or here on YouTube. If you listen to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit subscribe below. Share the podcast with all your friends and family. If you haven't checked out us on our family YouTube channel, which we've been on there for six and a half years, the Mirror Army YouTube channel, uh, the link for it's in the description on all the platforms you're listening to us right now. Excuse me. If you want to uh, follow that channel, you certainly can. You can check out our vlogs. Also, Redmond Football Ventures, for all you football fans out there, you want to check out Redmond Football Ventures, Lewis Nye's live reaction videos to all the Liverpool games, which got us pretty popular on YouTube in the first place. Also, our match day vlogs from Anfield, as we are big avid Liverpool fans, for everybody who doesn't know. Um, also, if you want to check out Lewis's channel, Lewis Moore, um, he does gaming videos, the occasional wee vlog, he's trying to start himself up a little channel, so I wanted to give him a wee plug too as well. Also guys, you want to get some merch? Yes, that's right, we have merch here on the podcast, where you can get your Moor Army uh, podcast hoodies, t-shirts, jumpers, we are releasing more stuff over the next few weeks. You've also got your standard Moor Army YouTube channel stuff as well, for male and female, and also children out there, if you want to go to moorarmy.co.uk. You can get all your great merchandise, watch all the vlogs from all the channels, and listen to the podcast. Check out photographs we post on all our social media platforms, and more. Moorarmy.co.uk Now, now that all that bullshit's out of the way, 
let's get talking to you. Now, as you all probably know, I was on a podcast a few weeks ago, as I take a, a, sl- a slurp of tea here. So, slurp of tea for the, uh, the working man. A lot of tea will be consumed probably over this episode, and a lot of tea will probably be consumed over the next few days as I try and shake off this cold before Friday night, before I have to head out into the cold to head up the football with Lewis. Anybody who doesn't know Lewis and I work in the Irish League. Lewis is a photographer, I'm a videographer, also a TV personality, and also a, what is it our, our, our secretary calls me, a social media guru for the Harlem Felders Football Club in Belfast. I love it when he says that. Social media guru, what is that? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of tea consumed over the next few days, trying to shake off this cold and try and get rid of this. What a way, a lovely way to start the Unleashed podcast, sitting with the cold. Joys. Anyway, guys, yes, as you all know, unless you haven't known, you lived under a rock. I appeared in a podcast a few weeks ago called the ASAP Podcast, or ASAP Podcast, uh, two boys from Lurgan who are fantastic. Sean and Adam, you want to go and check out their podcast here on Spotify, Apple, uh, I think they're on YouTube as well, I'm not too sure, um, I was on there a few weeks ago and I pretty much had the reins off, I did announce on their podcast that it will be bringing back this one where I can talk and say pretty much what I want, so if they want to go check out that episode, you can certainly do that, where I actually just sort of sat back, had a few beers and talked, pretty much talked a lot of shit, as, as the podcast is called, a shite, another podcast, so a big shout out to those boys from Lurgan and hopefully get them on my podcast very very soon whether it be on a video call or whether it be in person or whatever I'm looking forward to getting catching up with those boys again I'm going to have an interesting night out as well if you want to go and check out the YouTube channel or our vlog from that night out where we had a substantial amount of alcohol and they ended up very very drunk and uh, football the next day for me ended up very very interesting with a hangover trust me it was not an experience I'd like to go through again but anyway yes Things I want to talk about today on the podcast, well, since the last time we had a podcast, what the hell's been going on with the world? We've had a global pandemic, or a lot of people are calling it there, are questioning, was it really a pandemic, or what the hell was going on? Um, what is going on with me right now? Um, I've got a couple of other things I want to bring up to you as well, especially we talked about the other day on the podcast, but uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II passing away. Um, so yeah, i got a few things I want to sort of talk about and get off my chest today, but as I sit here this morning recording this podcast, I look out my window and see a well, a pre- pretty blue sky this morning. Um, for the middle of September, it's always why does the weather always seem to get fucking nice whenever the kids go back to school? Like seriously, here in Northern Ireland's an absolute nightmare. Everybody says this thing. Why does the weather always get nice when the kids go back to school? It's always the way. You're off for the summer. You take a few weeks off work. You go away on holiday. Okay, the weather's all right, and then you think. Right, look, this rest of the summer is going to be a nice few days, whatever, and all it does is piss down into the heavens. It rains. And then when the kids go back to school, what happens? The sun comes out. It's always the way. But anyway. Oh, the joys. Honestly, guys, sitting here this morning, a cold a tea, probably may have to push pause on the recording device here at one point, and maybe can get a coffee. So, because... Honestly, plenty of paracetamol, guys, out there, and plenty of tea and coffee always helps with the cold, believe me. But anyway, I left my cold for another day. As you all probably know, over the last, what, two weeks or so? It'll actually be two weeks today when this episode goes out. Uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II passed away, which is a massive thing to happen here in the world. Everybody wants to know my thoughts on it. Um, 
honestly, it's a big moment in time where a royal member of the family passes away, a monarch passes away. You know, over the last lot of years, we've had her husband pass away. Um, which I always did say once he passed away, the queen would obviously sort of... I know it sounds terrible, but I always say, you know, the old saying goes, people die of a broken heart, and I reckon that was the case with her, because she's obviously, you know, started to sort of go downhill once he passed away. I've, I've seen it myself for years, guys, when I worked in care homes with elderly people. You know, you see couples coming into a home who've been married 50, 60 years, and then once one passes away, the other one sort of seems to give up, and then they end up dying of a broken heart. Uh, I've seen that with my own grandparents. My mum's dad and mum, was, my, my granny passed away. My, da- my granddad was never the same person. It was always a heartbreaker. Obviously, everybody's different. Um, in the recent times, when obviously my other grandmother passed away. It was a 20-year difference between her husband passing away. But then some people can't live with the, the pain and, and just let themselves go. Um, but that was the case with the Queen. I said, always did say, I don't think she'll have much left. And obviously, she didn't. She died at 96, which is an amazing age. But it was a massive moment in time, a lifetime moment. You know, me and the kids were talking about this on the podcast on Tuesday. You know, will we ever see another uh, change uh, again? Will we ever see another queen? Who knows? There's a queen. Is it a queen consort they're calling her now? I never really liked her to be honest. Is it Clamilla or Camilla or whatever you call her? More like Clapmilla. I don't know. I really can't stand that woman to be honest with you. She'll never replace Diana in my opinion. But um, that's just my opinion on it, guys. Uh, she, I don't know. They were actually in our town here, Bangor, where I live. When was it? Was it loud? Towards the start of the year, the two of them were here. Her and Charles were here, and I didn't know about it until obviously it was happening. So if not, I would have been down there with a camera trying to get a vlog. <laughs> you know me; I always get a camera and try and capture a moment. Always got a camera in my hand. So, but anyway, yes, uh, the Queen passed away, guys. I did say in the, the podcast on Tuesday, I was going to sort of give my thoughts on it. There's a few things I saw going around online that. Didn't so much piss me off, but sort of made me think to myself, you know, what the fuck is going on with some people in this world? Are they really that sad? You know, I've seen some people out there making videos mocking the Queen. Now, here's the thing. I grew up in Belfast, okay, during the Troubles, where the area where I used to live in was all pro-Protestant. I have nothing against religion at all. Whether you're a Protestant, Catholic, Hindu, Indian, wherever you come from, Polish or Ukrainian or whatever, whatever you want to call yourself, where you're from. And I grew up in an area where Protestants and Catholics didn't get along. But I saw recently in a lot of videos online, a lot of the Catholic community making mockery of the Queen passing away, which, to be quite honest with you, obviously they have their opinion of what they want to say and do and whatever, and I don't tell anybody what to do, but... Some people went to some lengths just to make certain videos to mock a historic moment in the world. And I think, to be honest with you, it's kind of fucking sad. But that's just my opinion on it. I have nothing against the other Catholic religion at all or any other religion. I have plenty of friends of mine who are who are Catholics. And I'll be the first to admit that. Very good friends of mine are Catholics. And even they've even said, like, it's fucking disgusting how so many people... like. Or doing that, even I've even seen people coming from the, the likes of Dublin and down south, and other people coming from the likes of Southern Ireland and wherever else here in Northern Ireland as well, saying they're embarrassed because people are making these stupid videos and mocking it. At the end of the day, guys, you know, what I mean, that is someone's mother, you know, someone's grandmother, 
great-grandmother, you know, have a bit of respect. You know, at the end of the day, if someone from the Catholic community died, you know, I would just sort of go, okay, they've passed away, you know, show respect, let them have their, their moment with their families and whatever else, let them get on with it. Some of these people have actually went to fucking lengths to make, like, oh, it's, it's just ridiculous. You know, whenever it happened, the announcement was made, you know, my bro, Tony was here with me. We were just about to sit down and have a beer and stuff and have a chat and have a wee night to ourselves. And it was obviously Brooke, Brooke came out to us where we were sitting and broke the news to us that the Queen had passed away. And within, within an hour or two, there was pubs and all, like from the other, uh, other religions saying like, oh, we're going to have a party and stuff like that. You know, seriously, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's, I don't know. <sighs> I just sort of look back to some of the stuff, even football matches down south as well, which was just... Uh, as I said, I have friends who are Catholics and they said they were embarrassed. You know, and I've seen people, not even just from here, in Scotland, even in England too, you know, making these funny videos and thinking it's funny to mock the Queen passed away and stuff like that. And then it's just fucking stupid, to be honest. And I honestly just sort of thought to myself, I didn't let it get to me. I just sort of thought, you know something? Some people go to so much length in this world to try and get attention or piss people off or troll people. I mean, I know personally about trolling, so I've had a lot of trolling over the years since being on YouTube the last six and a half years. And you still get the occasional little asshole comes in with a, a stupid fucking message on Instagram or something and goes, oh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. Take yourself out of your bedroom and go and get yourself a fucking life. But I just thought I'd touch on that. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's a, now I have a king. I don't know, Charles has his controversies. And, you know, where some people in the royal family have their controversies. The likes of Prince Andrew recently. He gets a lot of a lot of stick about all the accusations made against him. And obviously Charles gets, he was in recent news as well about taking money and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, at the end of the day... You know, live and let live. Give you an example. I mean, I put it out in my YouTube channel the other day. You know, I was at a match last last uh, week. Hornby uh, Builders versus Cliftonville. Now, this was long, long after the Queen had passed away. We It was a few days, actually. She passed away on the Thursday with the match on the Tuesday night. Now, everybody knows the Cliftonville Football Club here in Northern Ireland everybody all knows that it's, it's, it's a pro-Catholic football club and obviously everybody knows about that and I have a lot of friends who, who work at Cliftonville I know a lot of the, the, the backroom staff you know the assistant manager who I know quite well Deke O'Hara you know, I was having a really good chat with him at the game last Tuesday night and a lot of fans online were, were complaining about you know want to do a, a minute's applause for the Queen and people were like oh yeah what the fuck are you doing that for blah 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 it's called respect you know what I mean but what my point here is, and I said that on my vlog, that Cliftonville Football Club were so respectful the fact that they actually, uh, you know, a lot of the fans didn't applaud, but that's their that's their choice, you know, it's, I'm not going to hold it against them. But the football team itself took a step up and, you know, took part in the applause, which I thought was fantastic. And I touched on that on my podcast. You know, respect to them. We're all one community. We should all live and let live. Live as one, no matter where you're from, unless, as I take a sip of tea here, just two secs. At the end of the day, you know, you get these ones at the minute, especially recent times where a lot of these ones are coming into the country and, oh, illegally. 
and they don't give a shit and all the care about themselves and I'm going to touch on that briefly too as well because there's quite a lot of them actually where I live at the minute um, but yeah I mean, we live and let live guys you know because it's a different world now compared to what it was here in Northern Ireland back in the 70s and the 60s and the 80s and the early 90s obviously with the troubles and whatnot it's a different world now you know people should live and let live and live together as one and no matter what religion you come from you know respect each other and you know don't get me wrong I mean people don't like people people argue with each other about different things and all that there you know there's people out there who I even don't even fucking like and I just tell them straight to their face but at the end of the day you know show a bit of respect and I respect the Cliftonville Football Club for doing that last Tuesday night so hats off to them again but for all these people out there who are making all these stupid fucking videos and, and just thinking they're smart, guys, get yourself a freaking life, really. Get out there and live your life and think of something else better to do. If you have a family, go and spend time with them. You got a partner, go and spend time with them. You know, live your life happily. You know, obviously there's a lot of hatred in the world right now, as, as I saw on the news the other day over in fucking England where they're basically beating the crap of each other in the streets. And, oh, don't. But, you know, in closing the subject about the Queen, at the end of the day, you know, I know a lot of people from the Protestant community are like, oh, you know, screw them. And, you know, where I grew up in Belfast, it was like, I seen a lot of people I went to school with, their parents were pumping it into their head, you know, hate Catholics. Don't ever be friends with them. Fucking hate them. You know, they're, they're scumbags, blah, 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 blah. But then obviously on the other side of the fence, you hear them, oh, I am and Protestant bastards don't like them at all, blah, blah, blah. The world's not like that no more. In my opinion, it's not. You know, I know plenty of people who are in mixed marriages, you know, Protestant-Catholic marriages. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the world's a different place now. And, you know, if you don't bother anybody, they don't bother you. Just live your life and be happy. You know, fuck it. You know, just life's too short. You know, and I've known that myself personally in recent years where I've lost a lot of people in my life recently. And life's too fucking short, guys. Honestly, get out there and live your life and stop, you know, judging people and stop, you know, just live your life. And at the end of the day, the Queen's passed away. She's now had her, her funeral. It's over and done with, but some people are just, just love the attention and just love the fucking rant on about it and make fun of it and sort of go, no, oh, yeah, this is funny get yourselves a life so but in closing a subject you know which is gone now it's a massive moment we've got a new king will he be a good king i don't know um some people still don't like charles you know and me and lewis was even asking me and brooke were asking me in the podcast the other day you know what, what happens whenever charles and and his missus passes away and i think it's i think it's william i think it's william gets next in line William so I don't know if you know let me know which I actually forgot to tell you is how you can contact me here <laughs> you can drop me an email podcast at yahoo.com or you can contact me on social media <laughs> um, but yeah that, that that was a big moment that's passed away that just touched on you know things that were going on there in the world and COVID is another one which I haven't really spoke very much about on my YouTube channel because obviously our channel is very family friendly and there's over 2,000 videos on there and I didn't want the, <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest with you here now, I've always wanted to say this, the, the lefty snowflake easily offended people who 
like you say something and they get easily offended and they cry and boo and wins and go on social media and try and get you cancelled because it's happened like for example our Red Bend Football Adventures channel was down for god nearly two months because of some wee person who got offended by a football channel really so sad individuals but yeah COVID guys I mean the last two years or whatever it's it's been a hell of a time it's been a hell of a run hasn't it unreal I was watching the news there last night, and I don't watch the news that often, but only news channel I really watch here in the UK would be GB News, because there's a guy on there who I would agree with sometimes, but not all the time, uh, Dan Wooten, calls a spade a spade. What I like about GB News is they don't sugarcoat bullshit like BBC, ITV, and other news mainstream media outlets do, and that's just me telling you the truth. Um... No offense to people who I know works for ITV and BBC, by the way. <laughs> but I'm just telling you how it is, because this is an unleashed podcast where I can pretty much say and do as I please. But, yeah, COVID has been a, could we say, a flipping nightmare. As you all probably know, 2020 was an interesting year. Lockdowns after lockdowns. Bullshit rules that didn't make any sense. Queuing outside shops like morons, wearing face muzzles, sanitizing your hands more times than enough. Separation from your family, split up from your family, stay away from your family. You know, COVID for us, well, for me personally, was a freaking nightmare. I also had to deal with the lockdowns, trying to entertain kids, relationship breakups, uh, relationships getting back together, you know, mum and dad panicking over COVID, not getting to see them all the time. Uh <laughs> Staying away from friends, you know, rules that didn't make any fucking sense, which to be honest with you is the, still to this day makes me laugh. COVID was a, a absolute freaking disaster. And people always say to me, what's my view on COVID? Was it out there? Yes, of course. Now, here's the thing. This is my view on it. Agree with me if you don't want to. If you don't want to agree with me, then switch off. They always say on my channel, you don't like what I have to say or do. Pick up the controller, or if you're on a phone or whatever, switch the thing off and just don't listen to me anymore. Um, yes, it was out there at the start. And my experience with things like COVID, you know, people were saying, like, it's a killer. I mean, I remember at the very start, mum and dad coming to the, the stand in the garden. You probably watched the vlog before, if anybody follows my, my YouTube channel, where uh, mum and dad were at the bottom of the driveway. We couldn't see them, couldn't hug them. You know, that's the part that pissed me off. The fact is that, like, is it, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it re respiratory thing? Kind of like a cold or a flu? Is it taking our sip here? I may have to actually blow my nose here. I hate the early stages of a fucking cold. It's so annoying. You get the wee trickly nose and shit like that. Pisses me off. Honest to God. And your voice sounds like about, you're about 90 and your nose keeps trickling with thing. I love the, the, the best part of a cold is when it's coming to the end where all your all your chest breaks up and all the crap comes out of your body and you start feeling a hell of a lot better. First few days are a fucking nightmare, honestly. Anyway, what was I talking about? COVID. Aye, all the separation from family and stuff like that. But the thing that got me the most was, was the fucking rules didn't make no sense. Like really, some of the rules didn't make any sense. Like I was watching the news yesterday, and I heard was it last week, the WHO, World Health Organization, come out and said the pandemic is coming to an end, but please be vigilant. We've all known that for months, and at the end of the day, you know, 
I always believe that COVID was an old person's disease. I personally, I was one of the lucky ones when I had COVID. I, I ended up having no symptoms. And you probably seen it again on my channel, as you probably know, you document pretty much everything. Um, I caught COVID at a Liverpool game. And it was a bit of a trickly nose, like right now. And by the way, I ain't got COVID now. We're talking, listening to the podcast now. I've done a COVID test this morning for the first time in God knows how long. And the reason why I'm doing a COVID test is obviously because the kids are back at school. And obviously mum and dad would be ripping their hair out if they knew I had COVID and didn't even do a test. But I think I'll be the last ever COVID test I ever fucking do. Damn the dance of cold. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, it was just the, the rules didn't make no sense. And I caught COVID when I had it. And the point I'm trying to make here is my years of experience working with elderly people and care homes and hospitals and stuff like that there when an elderly person caught the flu or pneumonia or whatever, they ended up in hospital and if they had underlying health problems, nine times out of ten they didn't come back to the care home or the hospital or whatever. And if they did, they suffered for a few weeks. Now, I know people out there who have had it and everybody's body's different. And I'll get a lot of backlash for this. People saying like, oh, what the fuck do you know about COVID? We didn't uh, I had it. No, listen, everybody's different. I know people have had it two or three times. I've had it once. My daughter's had it twice. Lewis, lucky we shit hasn't had it once for what we know of. He had a cold there. He wasn't well there last week. We shit's passed it on to me now. <laughs> but he didn't have COVID. And, you know, you could sit here all day and talk about COVID and talk about what, you know, what my view of it is and all. You know, I have friends who... Our paramedics, big shout out to my friend Jennifer by the way, uh, she worked the whole way through it and she saw people with COVID and stuff like that. I reckon at the very start, it was it was bad at the start, don't get me wrong, but now we're at a stage now where it's mutated so much down now where it is mutated into a cold uh, or a flu. And that's my, I've always said that from the start. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-vax or... Whatever, you know, at the end of the day, you want to get a vaccine, go ahead and do it. You don't want to get a vaccine, that's your choice. You know, I'm in my 40s now, I'll go for a flu job once a year. Which, you know, they're saying they recommend now, even before COVID, did you get a flu job once a year when you get into your 40s? I'm obviously getting old, like, but I'm certainly starting to feel it today. But at the end of the day, you know, COVID was a thing. It is obviously mutated down. I mean, they even turned around and said the other day, you know, the figures are so low now, it's, it's lower than what it was at March 2020. And then I was watching GB News last night, and there is Sleepy Joe Biden, the guy who can't even walk up a set of stairs or <laughs> ride a bicycle or put two words together. You know, this is a guy who turns around and, you know, stumbles his words and can't speak right, and oh, I'll have to talk about him for another day. He even was asked last night to show the clip of it saying, is the pandemic over? And he went, yes, the pandemic's over, but we still have COVID around. Of course, we're always going to have COVID. It's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. Simple as. Same as the flu. We're all running around muzzled up at the start of COVID. Nobody had the flu. Nobody had a cold. Because everybody had their face covered. Now, here's the thing, <laughs> here's the thing that I wanted to touch on. 
There's people out there who still wear their mask. And to be honest with you, it's your choice. You still want to wear a mask? That's absolutely fine. I'll never wear a mask again. So I won't. Never. And you can say I'm whatever. I don't give a shit. Because I'm, I'm immune now to fucking trolls and arseholes that come in all the time with stupid comments and bullshit. And especially young viewers and listeners who think they're the world, know, they know everything about the world when they don't even know half of what's going on. But anyway, yeah, people still wear their masks. But the thing that fucking pisses me off to the back teeth is people who drive their motherfucking car on their own in the car with a mask on with the windows and all up during the summer really why or people who are walking around outside with a mask on they always say the best place to be is outside in the fresh air really and you're still walking around with a mask on I even saw a guy about four weeks ago <laughs> driving his car through the car park of the supermarket with rubber gloves on, a mask, a shield, and some apron across the front of him in his car, on his own, with the windows up. And I just looked and went, what on earth are you doing? Really? Why are you... Oh, don't. I had to walk away. At the end of the day, everybody's still... There's still some people out there who are scared. There's people out there who are thinking that everything they see on the news... When was the last time we heard about COVID on the news? Not that often anymore. But at the end of the day, guys, you know... It's your choice. As you're saying, goes, your body, your choice. I I know a lot of people out there who haven't had a vaccine. And that's being honest. And it's their choice. And you know something... People, I feel that COVID's divided the world as well. I'm taking our sip of tea here, two secs. Starting to get a little bit cold, actually. Maybe we're going to make a fresh cup. <laughs> it, it's made a dividance in the world. I, I believe that COVID has made a, a dividance in the world between people. It's, it, it's made families fall out. It's ended relationships. Certainly did it for me. You know... It's made families fall out, as I said, you know, made friends fall out, you know, everybody has their opinions and, you know, you could sit here all day talking about it, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, it's never going to go away and we need to live with it. And, you know, and I, I, I feel sorry because my mum is still very sort of weary about it all. Dad, not so much anymore. Tony is like me, just lives his life. As you've probably seen him on the vlog, many a time, especially when he drinks his little cocktails down at the bar on a Wednesday night, which will happen for a few weeks. Tony, if you're listening, we need to get a, 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 a night out in the town again. We were supposed to go to the, a, a concert on Monday night, but we'll, we'll touch on that shortly. You know, so. But anyway, yes, uh, Covid has been a, a freaking nightmare for the world, you know. Obviously, people have lost loved ones. Like at the very start, you weren't allowed to go and see your loved ones in care homes and hospitals and everything else. But at the end of the day, guys, you know, if you catch it, you catch it. Everybody, nobody's nobody's never going to go through life without getting it. I mean, I know people who were so oh, fuck me, like 
they had their shopping delivered to the house and they were washing the shopping down. And I know people who are still doing that to this day. And it's, I keep saying, you know, it's a fucking respiratory, like, could you call it even the disease? Where, you know, you can't get it from fucking touching things. And people are like washing their hands multiple times. Like, for example, my mum recently has sanitized her hands with different sanitizers while cleaning her house at the same time. And mum's hands all broke out because of sanitizers and stuff. And she had to get treatment on her hands because of it all, which is bullshit. And the, the pharmaceutical companies, the amount of money they made over this here was just fucking ridiculous. And, and the likes of masks and, and shields and aprons and sanitizers, which ended up, half of them ended up lying on a fucking field in England getting burnt. And then don't even get me started on politicians during COVID, for the love of God almighty. You know, I don't really want to get myself kicked off the fucking air after one episode, but... The likes of, uh, here in the UK, for example, Bumbling Boris, Mr. Like, seriously? No longer a Prime Minister? But I remember sitting, one time, sitting here in my, in my, in my living room, with my girlfriend at the time, Sandra, and saying, do you know something? See when COVID comes to a fucking end, see the likes of those health guys, and Boris Johnson, and that RB Weasel Hancock, and all them more guys who are in charge, they'll be gone. And I was right, they're gone now. So we are, they're a different Prime Minister, the likes of Matt Hancock's gone, uh, your man Savi Javid, whatever you call him, he's gone, You know, Rishi Sunak's gone, You know, all these people who run the country, writing blank, blank checks for all this. These things were, for example, people sitting at home on furlough. That was an R1, and people to this day still take the piss out of it and still stay at home and want to work from home. So there you go. I was working from home, guys, before even COVID came around. So there you go. And at the end of the day, there's some people out there who are still taking the piss out of it, but it's getting to the point now where it's like, get up and get back into your office. So... Plethora of stuff I could talk about all day. People have their own view on it, saying, oh, it's a load of balls. You know, it was the scamdemic, people were calling it. There's a lot of stuff on it that I sort of scratch my head. You know, some of the travel rules, like, Jesus Christ. Some of the, the rules about being inside and oh, some of the stuff you had to obey by. Bubbles of people, you know, fucking hell. The, the bullshit, the, the, some of the rules were just like, it does not make any fucking sense at all. It was just stupidity. So it was some of the rules. But we're at, out the other side. Now, in my opinion, we're out the other side. And life is slowly but surely getting back to normal, even though the, eco- the economy's fucked and with no money. And now, obviously, the, the, the price of li- the cost of living's gone through the roof. Which, honestly, oh, it just makes me want to, if I had her, pull it out of my head. You know, the prices of gas and electric. But here's the thing, guys. And here, here's another true story. I remember saying to mum and dad as well. And at the time, Sandra, saying to her and my mum and dad, see when this is all over, the price of stuff will go through the fucking roof. Whether it be food, you know, gas prices, electric prices, whatever else. And then all those people who were paid... Thousands to sit at home. Do you think the government's going to let them get away with that? Bullshit. It's, it's going to go through the roof. And what's happening? Gas prices are up through the roof. 
electric prices are going through the roof. Foods even went up as well in price. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> people used to laugh at me and go, oh yeah, you're full of shit. It'll, it'll still be the same, blah, 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 blah. It's happened, and I've said it, and here's hoping this new Prime Minister gets her finger out of her ass and decides to get it all sorted out and get things sort of back on track again with the country, you know, and ever since this war in Ukraine, the fucking prices of electric and gases went up, and oil prices are through the roof too as well. I mean, I was talking to a, a, a friend of mine who still, I don't know why she does, like, still has oil heating in her house, and I said to her, why the God do you still have oil heating? It costs a fucking fortune. She says, tell me about it. The price of even fill half a tank of my oil is just through the fucking roof. So COVID had all these different effects that was going on. You know, and at the end of the day, I could talk about this all day, but again, I don't want to get kicked off the air after one episode. My personal opinion of it is all like, I get up now and live my life as normal. I don't wear a mask anymore. I always wash my hands even before COVID anyway. So if you're at the bathroom, wash your hands. Or if you're doing something that has to have your hands washed, then do it. But some of the people in this world, I think, that are completely brainwashed by the mainstream media are still out there panicking because the winter's just around the corner. And they're thinking, oh shit, the cases are going to rise. But that's one thing you don't hear about anymore in the news is cases and deaths and all this stuff that you used to see on a regular basis on the TV. Every time you turn the TV on, you know, cases, 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 cases. That's all you heard. Skirmongering is the word. But again, we're at the other side of it. And I think now that life will move on. And they keep, some of these mainstream channels keep saying like, you know, there'll be another pandemic round the corner. Well, as long as it's not around whenever I'm still fucking alive, you can do what you want. You know, let me live my life now. You've already tortured us for two years. But again, guys, in closing this subject, I am not an anti-vax. I'm not... Pro-vax, I'm pro-choice. If you want to get your vaccine, do it, please. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't want to get a vaccine, it's your choice, it's your body. I'm not going to turn around and force someone to say, you must get jabbed, you must wear this, you must do that. It's like when I get on an airplane now, I travel back and forward to Liverpool all the time. And then, obviously, I was in Cardiff and Bristol recently, as we talked about the other day on the podcast, Lewis and I. We had people in the airports giving us dirty looks because we never had a mask on. And I'm like, and this woman came, it was, it was a flight, I was going to a Liverpool game. And she says, oh sir, could you please put a mask on? And I looked at her and went, but why? You're wearing a mask, you're protecting yourself. Not that I think masks work because they're like, they're my paper ones are crap. And she goes, well I, would like, I, I recommend you wear a mask while you're sitting beside me. And I just looked at her and went, well I recommend it. Um, this is my choice and I'll do whatever I want. I'm not being disrespectful to you, but you can't just come up and tell me what to do. You know, it's your, it's it's my choice, pro-choice, my choice. Everybody else in the plane's not wearing one, so... And the look I was getting was just like, wow. And let's go back to what I was saying a minute ago. The world's divided because of this. People are, are fighting each other over it all. Like, look at the situations we were going through during lockdowns where people were getting arrested in parks for sitting on a bench. Like, I remember seeing a story of a, two girls who 
came out of two different homes, got into two different cars, went to a Starbucks, and met each other in the park, separately, more than six feet apart from each other, having a coffee, and the both of them were arrested, and fined, and said they were having a picnic. Like, seriously, a picnic. You were having a coffee in a park. They came from two different households. I remember also hearing, I've seen a story on, I think it was one of the, could be one of the mainstream channels, I don't know. An elderly man dragged to the ground for having an ice cream in a park. Like, I remember walking down through the local park where I, used to, where I live and seeing stickers on the benches. Do not sit here due to COVID regulations. So was COVID hiding behind a fucking tree going, I want to get you. Don't you sit there now, I'm coming around to get you. Go back to what I said earlier. The rules, some of the rules did not make any fucking sense. It's like stay indoors, but don't go outdoors. Stay at home, don't stay at home. Go out, but don't go out. Really? I don't know. Some of the rules didn't make no sense. And I honestly believe now we're back. I think in 20 years from now, we're going to sit back at this and laugh. But again, that's just my opinion. I could say a lot more. I know it's unleashed. But I don't want to get kicked off the air. So, we'll see how it goes. But anyway. <laughs> I think my tea's getting fucking cold. <laughs> anyway, I'll take another slurp here. I may actually have to push the pause button and go and make another cup of tea. Anyway. Yeah, I was saying the other about I was supposed to go away on Monday. Uh, Tony and I were supposed to go to the Dublin on Monday. I know, obviously, people were, a lot of people were giving me a lot of shit for it, saying, it's the Queen's Friend, no, you should be going away. We were supposed to go and see a concert in Dublin Monday night. It was cancelled three times because of COVID and stuff like that. Was, uh, Tony's a big fan of Snoop Dogg. And I like some of his old songs and stuff like that, don't get me wrong. Not a massive Snoop Dogg fan, but I thought, you know, something, fuck it, we'll go for the show. There. He, wasn't, he was in Belfast. But Tony likes to go to Dublin because when Tony goes to Dublin, Tony likes to go out for a night out. So he does. Likes the beer. Don't get me wrong. I have a beer with him once a week. Sit and talk shit. Have a beer. You know, I even said about doing a couple of live streams where we're sitting having the beer, getting drunk and talking to the, the viewers and the, the supporters of the channel. So maybe record a podcast over a couple of beers one time. Anyway, we're supposed to go away on Monday to see Snoop Dogg in Dublin. Here's the thing. They sent me an email two weeks ago saying, yep, your show is coming up 19th of September, Dublin 3 Arena. Look forward to seeing you there. I'm sitting there on... What day are we on? We're supposed to go on Monday. Sunday. Or was it Saturday night? Saturday night. I'm sitting there. We had a hotel booked. Uh, we had our tickets sorted. I was about to go on and book the bus and I thought, you know something, we were talking a few weeks ago about the supporting acts, I wonder who it is, because there was a lot of rumours going around that apparently Eminem might have been there because of the new song they have released and stuff like that. So I went on to, I went on to social media, searched up Snoop Dogg Dublin and came across a load of messages where people were saying that the show was fucking postponed. No email from Ticketmaster, fuck you Ticketmaster, again, no email from the arena, I go on to the arena, social media, nothing there. So I took upon myself to go on to Belfast SSE Arena. And there's a big statement saying that he had postponed the show. For what I saw, it was July. And I'm like, why the, f- why for the love of Pete did you send us a fucking email the other day, two weeks ago saying, we're looking forward to seeing you in Dublin. When the show was fucking cancelled. 
So obviously Tony was pissed. I rang Tony. Cancelled the hotel. Lucky enough because the free cancellation deadline ended at midnight that Saturday night. And this was around about 11pm. So I had literally went on at the right time to check. Or I was getting hit for a £150 fucking bill for a hotel. Or an apartment, sorry. Uh, big shout out to Stay City Apartments, by the way, from Liverpool and Dublin. Great company, by the way, guys. You ever get a chance to use them? Stay City Apartments. They are an awesome company and their apartments are amazing. Love a sponsor <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that was our show up in the air for Monday night. I'm supposed to go out, pissed off, had everything organised. Ready to go, show cancelled. Apparently it's to do with he's filming some TV program or he's some schedule. I don't I don't know, I couldn't tell you. But that's the reason why. So there you go. That was our, our uh trip cancelled, which sucked. But what can you do? It's just one of those things. But anyway <laughs> We'll all eventually get down there, so we'll we'll eventually get there. I don't want to go to the Belfast show, but Tony said no, we'll go to Dublin, so We'll all get the same eventually, hopefully. I've saw Snoop Dogg in person before at a WWE show in uh, Florida at the Citrus Bowl. Uh, WrestleMania 24, my last ever WrestleMania. Uh, I was supposed to go this year with Lewis, but then I thought, no, we'll wait the next year to the anniversary show in Philadelphia. So I've always wanted to try a Philadelphia cheesesteak and also head to Philadelphia as well because the city of brotherly love, as they call it, so I'm looking forward to getting over there next year with Lewis. I want to start putting some money away for that there very, very soon. But uh, all I just want to talk about, guys, it's been a, a pretty uh, a pretty shit few months. So it has personally for me, and I feel now that I want to have this podcast as a platform to help me sort of take my mind off things and try and move forward. I'm also going to try and speak to a few people over the next few weeks about maybe getting a couple of guests here on the podcast whether me having to go and meet them and do an interview with them or whatever, you know, I want to try and get people involved in this. But the last few months have been pretty shitty, as you probably know. I've, I, I took a break off YouTube for a while. I had a lot of personal stuff going on, you know, which kind of sucked. I talked about it on, on the YouTube channel. Uh, just personal stuff going on, whether it be work-related. You know, as you all probably know, uh, about five, six months ago, my partner and I, Sandra, broke up, which sucked and still sucks to this day. But you just have to try and refocus. It was, I still got a lot of mails to this day from people asking about her and stuff. Do I ever see her? Do I ever hear from her? The answer to that question is no, I don't. Um, was I expecting it? No. It sort of came out of nowhere. Uh, People keep asking me, you know, about good I date in the game and stuff, and you know, would you go out and see anybody else now? At this present time, I have absolutely no fucking interest at all to even look at someone else right now. Not even an interest. I've had people like Tony even saying to me, you know, oh, bro, go out there and back on the dating scene again. I have absolutely no fucking interest at all. You know that as you, as you, I don't have people out there who followed me for years know that. You know, I was married to Brooke and Lewis's mum. That marriage really hurt me, destroyed me for a while. You know, I ended up with a lot of personal issues out of that marriage, breaking up. And 
it took a while to sort of rebuild after losing everything because when I came out of that marriage with absolutely fuck all I mean I had no home nothing I lost everything home my kids I lost my jobs I lost money I ended up with fuck all on my brother's sofa sleeping for a few months till I had to get a flat to rebuild my home and rebuild my life again which was hard and I ended up with a lot of uh personal issues out of that there which a lot of personal struggles which took me a while to get over and then obviously anybody who's followed my channel for a while know I was dating the girl there for a long time Andrea we finished about four years ago three years ago maybe and I always kept saying to myself you know I'll, I'll, I'll maybe meet somebody who will be good for me and you know it'll be a, 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 hopefully meet the right one and I thought I did when I met Sandra and that was the happiest I've been in a long ass time and I mean that a long long time where I was even happier with her than what I was when I was married for the last lot of years of my marriage which is kind of strange to say openly um, this is more of an exclusive for you guys if you're still listening uh, you know, obviously we had our, our, our difficulties during lockdown and stuff like that there where it affected the relationship and stuff and we had a bit of a break for a while and then we got back together again. Everything was great and, you know, I was really, really happy and, you know, I had a lot of big surprises for our relationship coming up before we broke up in April and it was hard. The first couple of months have been hard because... It's difficult, guys, to explain because you know you're you're so happy in a relationship and everything you think's going well, and then all of a sudden, out of left field, it's gone. And this is go back to what I said earlier on. You know, life's too short, and you know you should live every day to the fullest because you never know what's around the corner. So that's been a difficult pill to swallow for the last lot of months you know she's not here no more and i don't get to see her anymore people keep asking about her all the time people get messages all the time you know would you ever rekindle a thing back together again you know a lot of female viewers on my channel said they miss her and stuff but at the end of the day you know the decision was made by her to leave and we are now no longer together and it's a thing that i have to deal with and I do every day. I well, I try to every day. It's difficult at times, but you just have to deal with it. It's part of life, and you know, there's a lot of things that I have planned for us, big things planned that she'll probably never know about. Um, but at the end of the day, you just sort of, I think that's what hurts the most when you had all these big plans for us, and it would have been things that I felt that were right. But it never happened. And people keep asking me. So people who are asking still, you know, I haven't heard from her in months. I don't even know what she's doing with herself anymore. Um, I hope she's alright. I hope she's well. Um and my own opinion is it, it does suck because the old saying goes, you know, you have your best friend and stuff like that, you know. It feels kind of like you lost your best friend, you know what I mean? But people keep asking me, you know, oh, would you get back out there on the dating scene again? Guys, to be quite honest with you, I have absolutely no fucking interest whatsoever to even go out anywhere. Even when I went out with Tony, 
couple of times. You've seen on my vlog. People, girls will come up and went, okay, yeah, you're all right there. Like, no interest. No interest at all. None. So at this present time, I am just focusing on me to try and heal from that. And obviously other personal stuff that's been going on over the last lot of months as well. And I'm just sort of... It's been a difficult few months and I'm just trying to figure myself out and try and figure out what's next for me. Obviously, Brooke and Lewis are not babies anymore, so they can do their own thing as much now. But I'm trying to focus on me and try and get myself out of that rut. Because I'll be honest with you, for the first couple of months I found myself in a rut where I didn't even want to pick up a camera and do a vlog. I didn't even want to go to work. I didn't even want to go out the door. So... But again, going back to what I said, their life's too short and stuff like that. It is too short because another prime example, you know, I announced in my, my, my podcast that I lost my friend, childhood friend, which still hurts a lot whenever you find out that the person you didn't even know was dead, when you find out from his sister, which hurt even more, and the fact that he was so young when he died and he died so quickly hurt even more and the fact that I didn't even get to say goodbye to him hurt even more but that's another thing you have to deal with every day it's part of life you know you have to get up every day and think right what am I going to do today let's focus about today let's try and get up because honestly guys for a long time you know I I was in a place where I just hated everything around me. In my 20s, I hated everything around me. I hated people. I never never said it and talked about it or fuck all like that. I was just so filled with anger. Now I appreciate life more because life's too short. And I learned that even more during COVID. Because at the end of the day, I... <sighs> It's hard to explain here. I'm trying to use the right words as I'm about to drink an hour, mouthful of cold fucking tea. <laughs> I'm sitting here recording 55 minutes on the fucking podcast. <laughs> and my tea's freezing. Mm. Oh, I can't be a good mouthful of cold tea. God damn it. Anyway. Where was it? Yes, life's too short. Life is too short. And my, my, my friend passed away and the way he passed away it was heartbreaking and how I found out about it was heartbreaking when I found out in a public place I sat and bubbled my eyes out in front of everybody and I'm not ashamed to say that but we'll come back to even the way back to the start of the podcast where people were hatred and stuff like that you know at the end of the day you know there's a lot of people in this world who I don't like and I hate to use the word hate a lot hate's a very strong word in my opinion there anyway, is only one or two people in this world who I detest quite a lot. There's people I don't like. And then, obviously, there's just... Life's too short. To hold grudges. To fight with people and argue with people. And you should live your life to the fullest because at the end of the day, one minute, you've got someone or something in your life that means a lot to you. And then the next minute, it's fucking gone. And you're left with nothing. And I've learned that over the last two years especially. With my friend passing away. Obviously other people who have known. 
you're gone. My relationship with Sandra ending. So it's been a hard few months, hard last year or so. But I try to take the positives out of it because I always find that surrounding yourself with positive people helps. And that's why I don't really bother with many people anymore. I, I, I've sort of went into that stage of life now where... Could you say I'm a fucking loner? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really bar many people. Only my brother and mum and dad, Brick and Lewis. I have a couple of sort of friends as well who would see now and again. But yeah, I sort of live every life night, every day now, because at the end of the day, guys, your life, everything could be just taken away like that. So, but that's what's been going on with me. In a little bit of a way, but yes, <laughs> it's been tough the last few months, and I want to say thank you to everybody who's been mailing me. Uh, when I announced when I took that break off YouTube for about five or six weeks, where I, I needed to take a break. Um, thanks, guys, for all your messages. Appreciate it. You know, asking me was it okay, and just. It's just it just annoys me that people keep saying you know, oh you'll be all right, get up and get on with it, you'll be fine. You'll meet somebody else, you'll be all right. No, ah bullshit. You know your own mind, guys. You know how your own mind works. And at the end of the day, if your mind tells you to do one thing that you want to do, and you have your mind set on, then just fucking do it. It's like a goal achiever. If you want to have a goal in life, go and do it. Go be it. Go and do the goal that you want to do. You know, I had a lot of goals in my life, which I put on hold for my children. You know, I, I wanted to do a lot of things, but I stopped for my children because, and I'm not ashamed to say that, because whenever I my marriage ended, um, you know, Brick and Lewis don't see, haven't seen their mum for, I don't know how long now. So I put my life on hold for them. Now, will I not achieve all my goals in life? Probably not. But my job... And I always, this is how I have my mind at peace is, if I don't achieve my goals, then I want to pursue and make a point in life to make Brooke and Lewis's goals come true. Because obviously they have their goals in life. You know what I mean? So I, I feel that I can't pursue my dream, but I can help them pursue theirs. So that's just another, uh, should we say, exclusive for you to hear. <laughs> um, but yeah guys it, it, it's just it's hard to explain that life is too short and, and live every life every day the best you can but anyway guys I want to I want to obviously give a couple of wee plugs here before I talk about a couple of things before I go here I want to say thank you to everybody who has downloaded the first episode or listened to it on YouTube Spotify or at the time this goes out if Apple decided to pull their finger in their ass again and get our podcast on Apple for all your iOS users out there. I'm going to try and get it on SoundCloud as well because Brick was saying apparently a lot of younger people listen to us on SoundCloud. So there you go. Well, I've been talking to a couple of sponsors as well, guys, which I'm going to try and get more clarification with this week. Anybody there who's local would like to have their business sponsored or anything mentioned on the podcast, Certainly get in touch with me here at Podcast at yahoo.com. Send us your messages in. Send us in your emails. Go to Instagram, official Matthew Moore. 
Facebook fan page, Moore Army uh, Facebook fan page. Get your merch on moorearmy.co.uk. All your merch, t-shirts, hoodies. I was going to say wife fronts and socks, but we're not selling those just yet. <laughs> Does anybody actually wear wife fronts anymore? I don't think they do. <laughs> um, yeah. It, uh, moorearmy.co.uk. You can watch all the vlogs from all the channels, all the videos, listen to all the podcasts, merch, photographs. You name it, it's on there, moorearmy.co.uk. Mobile friendly as well, you can go on there and get it. And if you're ordering your merch within the UK, you normally get your t-shirts or hoodies or jumpers within three to four days, I think it is, you get them into the boat. That's how quick, that's how quick you can get your stuff. I actually, I'm actually, uh, the company who we're getting it from, I'm actually asking to send me a, a podcast t-shirt and a hoodie for the winter. Especially with your electricity bills being so fucking high this winter. Yeah. Get yourself a hoodie. Helps out this channel too. <laughs> Keeps the lights on, as the saying goes. But yeah, mirrorarmy.co.uk. Get all your merch, all your stuff's all on there. There's like a big community hub on there too as well. Where you can contact us too. Don't forget to check out Lewis's channel. Because he'd be pissed if I didn't tell you about it again. Lewis Murr on YouTube. Check out his vlogs. His, his uh, gaming channel. Which he's doing my fucking head in about it at the minute. He wants this new FIFA game coming out, which I normally get every year anyway. Uh, Call of Duty games coming out this year. What else is it coming out? I think he wants an NBA basketball game. He's just oh, he's doing my fucking head in ways at the minute. All these games coming out. This is this is the time of year whenever I was a kid growing up. I used to be like, oh yeah, the new games are coming out. Blah 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 blah. blah. And I he's doing it to me. So now I know how my how my parents felt back then. Sorry, mum. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I know you didn't have very much money back then. But uh, we were talking about Christmas the other day too as well on the podcast. What the fuck is that all about? Like, seriously, Christmas stuff? What is going on in the shops? Really? What the... F oh, I got, I've, set, I've dropped the lollipop bombs in this podcast. But seriously, Christmas stuff in the shops in September? Sort it out. Seriously, sort it out. Unreal. I, I, I give up. <laughs> I really do. I went out again after recording the podcast. Went over to, over to a store across the road from us here at the shopping centre. Christmas stuff everywhere. Like, what the fuck? Seriously? It, it, Halloween's not even here. And they've got Christmas. <laughs> like, really? And it's not even like one or two aisles. It's like the whole half the fucking shop's all Christmas stuff. And people get pissed off that much that by the time Christmas comes around, they're sick of looking at it. I'll tell you a funny story. I know a lot of people out there love putting their Christmas tree up. Don't get me wrong, I love putting it up. Don't get me wrong. I think this will actually be the first time this year that I'll actually be getting into the attic this year to get the Christmas stuff out of the attic. The most organised ever. Like, ever, ever. Thanks to Sandra. Because last year she helped us take a tree down and the way she was organised oh she was a nightmare at times as bad as my mum OCD <laughs> she they'll get all the Christmas stuff down and it'll be all organised normally it's just like packed in a box to still and put back but it's all like it's a fucking oh I don't know but yeah people are getting sick and tired of looking at Christmas stuff already Super Bowl I, I don't know got a comment on Facebook uh, yesterday Saying, oh, I talk about Christmas stuff already, laugh my ass off. People messaging me on Instagram saying they love to talk about Christmas already. I don't mind Christmas, it's just, oh, 
why have the stuff out so fucking early? What are you going to do? Put out Easter eggs in July now? Like, what the fuck? Retail? I am so glad I don't work in retail no more. Some of the people I met in retail over the years, good God almighty, there was, oh. Especially the ones in the morning, we used to call them tire kickers. And for anybody who know what a tire kicker is, it's basically a time waster where you're in the shop in the morning. Tell you where I used to work. I used to work at uh, an electrical store here in the UK, Curry's. Used to go in the morning, print off all the ticket changes in the morning for obviously prices changing overnight, say at the end of a sale or whatever. And you're going around there in the morning time with a couple of other members of staff and you're trying to change the tickets and you get all these people coming in the morning and they're just... You know, by the way, they're coming into the store. You just know they're going to be a time waster. You just know by the, their, their body language, the way they talk to you, and plus the fact that they keep coming into the store once or twice a fucking week and do the same thing over and over again. Oh, But I, mean, I used to get these ones come in the morning and go, oh, like, this is the one that used to make me laugh the most. The older generation used to come in and go, well, especially older ones, like, say, like, older people maybe in their 70s whatever 60s to come and go I'm going to put a voice on here so I apologise for the the, the, uh, the way I'm doing this but I've got a cold remember used to come in the morning go excuse me son that whatever it is like I don't know DVD player or fucking washing machine or whatever it was what's the best price you can do on that and I used to look at some of them and go what's the best price the best price is the price on the fucking ticket. You put. <laughs> used to go, they'll take it off the ticket price. And it's the old, it's the old mentality. I I used to call it the old Northern Ireland Belfast mentality. Even my mum's even used the fucking term. What's the best price you can do for cash? And I used to look at people and go, the price on the fucking ticket? That's the price of the item? Oh, well, you know... Uh, up the road there, I could do it for different model, different item completely. And I used to, I used to always come back at them with this. Anybody there who works in retail, do this. It works. Trust me. Have faith. Believe me. People come into your shop and go, "What's the best price for that ticket? Or that ticket? Say it's three hundred pound or whatever. That's the price there. Oh, but if I piece to pay cash in the day, I go, "Well, here, here's a scenario for you." Figure this one out here, if you can. You walk into a supermarket to buy your food. Tesco, Asda. If you're listening to America, with a lot of American listeners, Walmart. You know, all these places you buy your food in. Sainsbury's, wherever the fuck you buy your food. You walk up with a trolley full of food. Say there's a hundred odd pound of, of trolley, well, food. And send that there, you pay a hundred pound now, you wouldn't even get half a fucking trolley because the way the world is right now, sorted out government. You walk up with your trolley of food. Say you're at Tesco. You walk up. Beep, 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 beep. All done. That's £105.73, sir. Are you going to look at that girl or guy at the, 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 the till or the self-checkout, whatever it is you're paying for your food? Are you going to turn around to them and go, what's the best price you can do that for cash? What's the fucking difference? Like, seriously, what is the fucking difference between you walking into a shop and going, there's a washing machine for 300 quid. I'm going to go and talk to this guy. Here you, come here, you over there, whatever. What's the best price you could do for that for cash? What is the fucking difference? 
<laughs> what is the fucking difference? There is no difference. You're still buying items from a store. It's the mentality. It, it, it just annoys me. But I always do that. I always did that. And my old boss used to go, did you ever get a response out of that? I used to go, fuck yeah. Like, or the best one was, I can go to such and such a shop down the road and I can get the same thing for cheaper. Well, then why the fuck are you here for? <laughs> why, why, why are you here? Obviously you're trying to haggle. But each store, especially an electrical store, has certain items that could be the same. We always had a, we always had a thing in our shop where we price matched. Certainly no problem as long as it was exactly the same model. For example, you went and buy a Samsung 50-inch TV and you think the one down the road in an electrical store is exact, may look the same, but it's a different fucking model because TVs are all models. Same as toasters and kettles and everything else you can think of. But these people used to come in all the time and go, I saw the exact same TV down the road for £100 cheaper. Did you? I used to go, right, what, what store was that? And I used to walk away from the customer, go up to the fucking computer, onto their website, I don't know, say it was Argos, or whatever. Beep, 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 Oh, right, there's TV. Uh, no, different model number. And then they used to argue with you and go, no, it's not. It looks the same. It may look the same. But it's not the fucking same. It's like a car. Or a bus. They all look the same, but they've got different model numbers. Different. They're all different numbers. And the arguments and the... Oh, fuck, so funny. Now, one thing I used to do before I close this subject, people used to come in and go, right, I'm going to buy a two grand TV, a TV stand, I want to subscribe to Sky Television, I want a DVD recorder, DVD player, a surround system, the whole bollocks, I want to spend four or five thousand pounds. And I used to stand rub my hands and go... That's my sales done for the day. That's my target broke. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, obviously then, I would go to the boss and say, listen, boss, they're, they're coming in here today. They're spending about four grand. Any chance we could do a wee deal for them? Things like that, not a problem. Not a problem. People coming, <laughs> I used to love it. We used to come in and spend like 60 quid and go, any chance you could do a wee deal? What? <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that I used to see in retail. Now, I, I used to also work for a company called Homebase, which was a fucking nightmare. I'll just be totally honest with you. Fuck you, Homebase. Um, hardest company I've ever worked for in my life, especially the management. One thing used to piss me off about in there, oh, I'm still rambling on here, well over an hour. No matter what time of the year it was, winter, summer, especially, motherfuckers used to always have the heating on. Like, you didn't even have to go to a gym for a workout. You just stood upstairs in the kitchen department and you lost three stones from sweating so fucking much because they never turned the heating off. Now, the winter time was appreciative because it was cold as fuck. But when you're standing upstairs and your uniform was pure black, right? Pure black, and it was like, it was a weird type of material. And I'm already, I'm, I'm a hurry motherfucker as it is. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm hurry as it is because I get that from Dad. Thanks for that, Dad. Appreciate it. You know, and you're sweating your ass off and have the heating on in the summertime when it's like 30 degrees outside. Like, what the fuck? But anyway, that'll be another story for another day. But retail is a fun place to work in. And I, I, I would never work in it again, right? This, this day especially. 
the way some people are now and the way everybody's so easily offended I hate that so easily offended fucking does my head that's one of the subject I want to talk about before I go today people who are easily offended like the world is so fucking PC now it is unreal it does my head in every single day you see people online boohooing and crying and complaining you hurt my feelings I don't like what you said I don't like what you watch I don't like me for example with me I don't like your channel I don't like your content I don't like the way you say this well if you don't like what I do and you don't like what I say and you don't like what I put on my channel don't fucking watch don't listen that's the way I was brought up if you don't like something don't be part of it. For example, like it's even got worse come back during lockdowns and COVID. The PC army came out in force and the woke brigade and all those little fuckers coming along. And This generation, uh, I have a rule in my house. Right? A lot of people are going to agree with me, a lot of people are not going to agree with me. I have a rule in my house, that, especially for Brooklyn News. If you come in here boohooing and crying... And they have a name for people in their generation, millennials, where they come in and fucking cry over the stupidest crap. And they go online and they go, Oh, yeah, I don't get what I want, I'm going to cry. Ah, shut up. Really? Seriously? In our day, you sucked it up, you get up and get on it, and that was it. I saw a really cool video online a few months ago of a wee guy walking. <laughs> I can't even remember where I saw it. I think it was maybe on YouTube. The difference between people from the 80s, 90s and the millennials now. Bumping into something on the wall. The 80s, you were like, yeah, whatever. 90s kids, you were like, ooh. I heard about Nowadays, they fall on the ground and go, oh, you're mad. Wait, seriously? It's these people out there who are on a crusade to cancel everybody and cancel everything. I ran into a lot of them when I used to work at a football club years ago. Lefty, grammar, educated, snooty snobs who think they're better than everybody and look down their nose at everybody. Listen to my opinion. Everybody in this world is exactly the same. No matter what walk of life you come from, where you come from, whether you come from a housing estate or come from a posh area or wherever the fuck you come from, everybody should be treated equally. No matter if you have a ton of money or you're highly educated or you're from a housing estate with no education or whatever, everybody in this world is to be treated the same. And this world right now is too PC where if you say a certain thing, people get too easily offended. Or if they don't agree with what they say on TV, they try and get you cancelled. They do like a show, they try and get you cancelled. They go on a crusade of... oh, Some of the stuff even happened during COVID, like, you know... All these different things that happened, like LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, you know, the PC Brigade, the Woke Brigade, all these different things that were going on. At the end of the day, every person has their own way of life, your own personality, your own background, your own way who you are, whether you're gay, straight, bi, lesbian, whatever you are. At the end of the day, everybody should have a choice to live their life the way they want to live it. And if they nobody agrees with that then just don't be around them don't be part of their life you know a lot of things i saw in the last two years especially like people outside shows trying to get shows cancelled bringing up theaters and things like that complaining trying to get shows cancelled getting art uh performers like for example kicked out of 
places they've been going to for over 30 years because they're part of the woke brigade and the wee PC community where they're all like, oh, you're too offensive. Well, then just don't go to the fucking show. Don't buy a ticket. Don't turn up. Don't go. You know, like all these celebrities are getting hammered from left, right and center, like Jimmy Carr, Roy Chubby Brown, you know, Jim Davison, all these ones that I grew up watching in the, in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s are all getting fucking slated by this new generation of people who are walking around thinking the world spins around them. And I'm sorry, the world does not spin around anybody. I've even had this conversation with my daughter. A lot of you don't want to think that the world spins around them and everything's all about them. And it's like, no, it's not. The world does not spin around you or fucking anybody. The world spins around everybody. Because we all go around every day like everybody else walks around the world every day. It's just this generation now. And if they don't get what they want, to go online and they bitch and cry and boo-hoo and whinge and complain. And, no, you're my feelings. Ah, suck it up. Now, legitimately, if, if someone's being offensive to you or racist or whatever... Okay, that's fine. Deal with it and get it done with. But some of the people out there nowadays just get too offended by the stupidest shit I have ever heard of my life. And it makes me scratch my head sometimes going, are you actually serious? Like, for example, now I didn't want to bring this person up on my podcast, but recently what's happened is a bit shocking. And I'm going to bring it up anyway. Uh, a lot of months ago, Brooke and I went to Blackpool. Okay, now that trip was originally planned for Sandra and I to go to Blackpool, but obviously Sandra and I had split, so I took Brooke instead. We went and seen a show in Blackpool featuring Katie Hopkins, who a lot of people out there who don't like. Now, I have said this before on the channel, there's a lot of stuff that she says I don't agree with. A lot of stuff I do agree with, but again, it's all about having an opinion. And some of the stuff she does says is entertaining. So, we were going to go and see her and a guy called Alex Belfield. Now, I'm sure you probably heard the last few days in the news about Alex Belfield. Obviously, we'll get more into that in a be sec. But at the end of the day, you know, I went to that show and a lot of the fucking PC brigade came in to me on social media. I even had this conversation with Katie Hopkins, as you probably saw her in my vlog. We asked permission to have her in my vlog and she said yes. So a big thanks to Katie Hopkins for being in my vlog. Yes, she was in my vlog for all you PC people out there who don't like her. Um... The stuff that I got sent to me, like, you far-right ex extremists, you, how dare you go and watch a right-wing, you know, offensive, racist, homophobic, you know, all these different things that we're saying, like, not even just young ones, like, older people, people who were, think they're, they're, they're better than people because they come from a, a, a rich background or they've got a big education or whatever, call me everything under the sun and I just wrote back to someone going you know something and they kept saying we're not going to follow your channel no more we're disgusted by your behaviour well that's your choice you don't want to watch my channel no more then just don't watch it anymore you know I have an old saying when I was taught when I was younger there's the door right the fuck you let the door don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out the door you don't want to be around no more switch off that's what I always say you don't want to be here no more don't watch. Bye-bye. See ya. There's the door. And I even showed some of the messages to Katie. And she said, what did you say to them? I told her straight. This was off camera, of course. I said, Katie, I just told them to go and fuck. The PC brigade, the woke brigade. The, you know, oh, you know, you're too fit. Listen, 
I was going there to walk for a weekend away with my girlfriend. Unfortunately, my girlfriend and I broke up, so I took Brooke with me. Well, we still had tickets for a show to go and see. We went and seen the show. Game over. End of. Some of the show was, we didn't sort of let, well, a lot of stuff I said we didn't agree with, but there's some stuff that was funny and there's only sketches and you know, it was fun. And we got to meet Katie Hopkins and Alex. Well, I didn't get to meet Alex, but I got to see him live in the show. But at the end of the day, you know, I, 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 a lot of people I responded to as well was like, I didn't come, I don't come to your place of work or your house or wherever, I don't stop you in the street and go, I don't like you because of the way you look, the how you dress, what you do. I don't do it to you, so what gives you the fucking right to torture me? But because I'm I'm on YouTube and I'm known, are you doing it for a reaction? A lot of people do it for a reaction. That's just me being totally honest with you again. So that's why I just sort of thought, you know, let them fucking go. Let them run on. And at the end of the day, if I get a troll and I comes in and goes, what you said on your vlog and... 2019 was offensive and well then you're only contacting me in 2022 about it was it took you three years to have the balls to say it guys personally for a long time when i first went on to youtube i used to get quite i used to beat myself up about trolls and bullies and stuff like that and go back to the days where i used to work at an our football club they were the worst ones they were trolls and i'm not afraid to admit that now because not going to name drop or nothing but at the end of the day there was a lot of them out there who thought they were fucking smart and funny and they're part of the reason why i left the club because they were coming onto their Twitter account, which I'll never be on that platform again. Cause it's full of mentals and trolls and scumbags. Um, yeah, I just thought they were funny sitting in their office jobs, coming in, sending out tweets and, and criticizing everything I'd done in the world of football, criticizing everything I'd done in my life in general. So, because they have little sad lives themselves. But touching on that, you know, the, the, the PC thing again before I talk about Alex. PC world is, is insane the only pc world i used to know was pc world that used to be part of the curry's chain years ago the, the store pc world that's politically correct we can't say shit you literally can't say nothing like people are so offended i get messages on a weekly basis from people saying oh you shouldn't have said that to your child oh you shouldn't have done this on your vlog oh i don't like what you had to say about the Really? But here's my question to you. Would you have the balls to come and say it to my face? Because I've run into a lot of you trolls over the last lot of years. And whenever I confront you, you shit your pants and run like wee bitches. Figure that one out. So there you go. But the, uh, the world is getting too PC. Too politically correct. We can't say nothing, can't do nothing, can't go anywhere, can't say nothing, everybody has an opinion. And at the end of the day, I am a, I'm a firm believer, and I've learned this, obviously, building, you know, because we say immunity to trolls now, where everybody has an opinion. That's what social media is about. And obviously the world in general. Everybody has an opinion. We'll have a chit-chat and stuff like that there. Like if I'm sitting on the chat with, say, whoever's listening to this podcast now, and I go, well, I don't agree with what you say about that. And you go, well, I agree with what, I don't agree with what you say, but to go back and forward, it's called an argy-bargy back and forward. Mm, conversation. Which is fine. Like they used to do years ago. But now, if you walk into a snowflake, as it like to be called nowadays, and you say, Oh, I don't like what you have to say. And they go, ah, You hurt my feelings. Oh, get my tissues out. Oh, I'm going to cry for about a week. Oh, are you really going to cry? Good. I'm going to report you. You hurt my feelings. Oh. Really? Not being racist to you, not being homophobic, saxophobic, whatever you want to call all them phobics, whatever you want to call it. 
I'm not being offensive at all. I'm just asking you a question. You don't like it to cry. Snowflake generation. That's what I call snowflake generation. And and the wonder why the younger generations run around going mad and doing all these crazy shit in all the world now because there's no boundaries anymore. If you say a certain thing, all you ever get back from is I have rights. You can't do this to me. You can't do that to me. Blah 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 blah. My generation, once you step down the line, you got to say, what says my dad? You eight at the time, nine. Boot up your ass. You were grounded. Clip around the ear. And when I say grounded, I'm not talking like your mobile phone taking off you like some of them now and grounded for a day. I'm talking like weeks and months. And i got more stories to talk about that because on the next Unleashed podcast, I'm going to try and talk about growing up and about me. So I'll tell you a few stories about me growing up, which are interesting stories. Dad, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to tell a few stories where you clipped my ear many a time and stuck your boot up my ass. Do you know something? It taught me a lesson. Respect your elders and respect people around you. And that's what's wrong with the world right now, with this politically correct world right now. There's no respect out there anymore whatsoever. People walk around thinking they can do and say the please without no consequence. But if you come back at them with the old school mentality and put them in their place, they start calling you things like racist and offensive and everything else you can think of, which is an absolute fucking disaster. And they wonder why the world is in the mess that it's in. So there you go. Right, I want to talk about Alex. Now, a lot of people were giving me a lot of slating about him too as well. Uh, there's been things going on. In the news over the last lot of days about Alex Belfield, which I didn't want to talk about on the vlog, or talk about here on the podcast. Um, you know, I kind of knew Alex before I came across him at lockdown with his YouTube channel. He was on BBC Radio for years and years and years. Didn't really know much of him. Wasn't a big fan of his. And then I sort of watched his videos during lockdown, which, to be quite honest with you, some of them were actually quite entertaining where he, you know, mocked a few different uh, celebrities, politicians. You know, he, he, he called a spade a spade. He, you know, he was just, he was entertaining. So he was. And I've spoke to Alex personally on his phone-in that he used to do on YouTube on a Sunday night and a Wednesday night. Sorry, I feel like I'm going to sneeze again for flip's sake. Um, spoke to him a couple of times. Uh, spoke to him actually recently in recent weeks after the show in Blackpool now there's a lot of rumours and speculation going around that he was being ch- he was going to be charged with stalking offences uh, to former BBC presenters and a lot of other different things going on too as well behind the scenes Alex was always very vocal about you know the BBC and obviously wanting to take the BBC to court and he claimed that he was what they call a whistleblower and stuff like that I watched Alex for the pure fact is, and I'm going to be honest with you, not that I'll have to explain myself to anybody, especially those uh, PC woke brigade who tried to torture me for going to one of his shows. Uh, I watched it for the pure entertainment value of it all, because um, some of the stuff that he used to do, he used to imitate the likes of Boris Johnson and different politicians, celebrities, you know, just just for fun, you know, like you know, like comedians do. And he used to tell a few jokes and... You know, he'd done his live shows and, uh, you know, he was good to his fan base and stuff like that. But unfortunately, guys, over the last few days, the news has broken that a lot of those charges were taken to Alex to court um, for obviously contacting people through social media and stuff like that there. Again, it goes back to a lot of people have different opinions on this. And I'm not going to get too in-depth to it, but Alex was, I can't remember how many charges it was, but a lot of them were dropped. But two of them uh, were actually brought forward to the court. 
And unfortunately, last week, Alex was sent to jail for five and a half years. Now, my opinion of it is, the sentencing, like people have been asking me the other day, you know, you follow Alex and stuff like that there, you know, what's your view on it? I think if he's guilty for what he has done, okay, pay his debt to society, take it on the chin, accept what he's done wrong, but five and a half years for that, for social media messages, when there's people out there who are, I'm going to put this, what is on least, so I can say what I want, um, pedophiles, you know, child molesters, killers, you know, are getting away with less, and a guy like that gets five and a half years in jail, like, what the fuck's wrong with the justice system in this country? People who have been caught with millions of images on their phones, on their computers, get a smack on the wrist and sent home. But Alex gets five years. People of all their, their their conspiracy about it all, Sam, is it because he stood up to the big evil BBC and is that the reason why he got such a long sentence if he was just stand up to some more normal celebrity he wouldn't get as much as what he got? Who knows? But at the end of the day, like five and a half years, but there's people out there, like we've heard in the news over the last lot of months, about corrupt police officers getting done for, you know, things that they shouldn't be doing, which normally would get you a long time in jail, and they don't. But Alex gets five and a half years for social media messages. I don't know. What's the world coming to? Don't know. But that's my view on it. And I'm not going to get too in-depth into it because at the end of the day, if I do, then obviously I'll get a lot of hate from this here with the the lefties and the woke brigade and they'll all come in and go, oh, you're a big Alex supporter, big lefty, you're right wing, blah, 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 blah. Listen, I only watched Alex for entertainment purposes when he used to do his wee sketches and stuff like that. So there you go. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. So there you are. But that is my view on it. But again, in closing, the world's going bonkers. Politically correct, can't speak, can't say nothing. Like, my mum, for example, when I put stuff on social media, she's like, you can't be saying that now, you know, because if you say that there, then, you know, the police will be at your door. And No, I'm just being an opinion. Like, social media, Facebook's the worst one for it. Facebook jail. Like, what the, f- what are we, what are we five? Like, when you're in school, go you and sit in the corner for being bad boy and bad girl. Go and sit in the corner. You're being naughty. Go and sit in the naughty step. Like, I've seen friends of mine getting their social media banned for 30 days or whatever because they speak their mind. Not They're not being offensive or racist. or They just have an opinion and people are getting blocked. And Like, the world is going absolutely fucking insane. I mean, I remember back in the day, like in the 80s, for example, it was such a simple time where, okay... If you were racist and stuff like that there, it was wrong. You know, or you were saying things that were inappropriate, that was fine. But you were allowed to have opinion now, you can't you can't say shit. And it's like, nope, you say that, you are this and that. Cancel. That's the first words, cancel, get rid of, go away. Why do you think a lot of these top celebrities now are going to off YouTube and going to these paywalls where they have to sit behind a wall of protection because they want to speak their mind and say, like for the like for example, the likes of Alex, he went from YouTube to his own website. 
Nor celebrity I used to know from years ago, Jim Davison's another one too. Jim Davison was a great entertainer back in the day. TV shows like Big Break, stand-up shows, all these different th- shows that he used to do. And now because the PC and the woke brigade out there are saying, Oh, he's too offensive. He hurts our feelings. He's behind a paywall. I could talk about it all day, guys. I'm not going to because I don't want to get myself angry. Plus, I feel like my nose is blocking up even more. <laughs> Unreal. I've got loads more stuff I'm going to talk about, guys, over the next few weeks on the Unleashed podcast. Obviously, Tuesday, we're back for a, a, a family-friendly show where there's least bad language, but we're going to try and bring up a few subjects to talk about. Um... So yes, guy, I want to say thank you. I'm gonna obviously go now because I'm recording. Looking down the, the box here, we're recording an hour and a half. I can't believe I've been sitting here talking bullshit for an hour and a half already. And I hope you stuck with me the whole time. If you have, thank you very much for that. I do appreciate it where you are listening from. One final time, I want to give a couple of plugs here before I go. Anybody there who wants to be a sponsor of the podcast, you can certainly do that. Get in touch with me, Moor Army Podcast at yahoo.com. Um, we've got a couple of sponsors in the line at the minute, so hopefully we'll get that sorted over the next few weeks. If you want to get in touch with me here on the show itself, you can contact me personally on Instagram, which is official Matthew Moore. Uh, also, if you want to contact me on the Facebook fan page, Moor Army YouTube channel on Facebook, drop a like on the Facebook fan page. I really would appreciate it. Uh, what else have we got here? The website for all your merch, videos, photographs, all the stuff from all the channels, all the stuff that we do on social media. Don't forget to get yourself merch, uh, guys, for the winter time coming up. Hoodies, t-shirts, what else have we got on there? Shopping bags, you name it, we've got it. Moorarmy.co.uk. Uh, yeah, pretty much, guys, that's it. Uh, check out Lewis's channel once again. Obviously, he's going to be bits and crown. Why didn't you mention my channel again? Lewis Moore on YouTube. Give him a wee subscribe if you can, guys. I would appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to hear from you guys, obviously. I've got a couple of emails already, but I want to wait for them to start to build up a wee bit before I start picking through some of them. So, send an email or a message, guys, and I'll certainly read them out. Uh, I may even read a couple out on Tuesday, next week, when I do a show. Uh, I've got a couple of things coming up over the next few weeks. I'm heading back to Liverpool very soon for Liverpool versus Rangers in the Champions League. That'll be on a Tuesday night, so I will be recording a podcast, hopefully from my hotel, on the Monday, to put it out on the Tuesday. So the podcast will be recorded from Liverpool. Happy days. Uh, I'm also going to try and maybe get for the Thursday podcast a couple of fans to come on. I'm sitting here thinking about it last night, going to myself, you know, I'm actually in Liverpool. I might actually go around and ask a few fans to come on and talk. I don't know, we'll see. See how it goes. Uh couple of trips to Liverpool coming up. We've got football coming up this Friday. Lewis and I are in Belfast Friday night for Harmony Felder versus Ballon the Mallard. So if you're in Belfast this Friday night, you want to come along and say hello to us, certainly come up, come and say hello, have a chat. You know, we'll be vlogging up there as well. So come up and say hello to us. I do appreciate it. Guys, one thing I forgot to mention, actually, before I do go, uh, the start of our new TV, our new series on the Redmond Football Ventures, Life in the Irish League, will we'll resume this week before the end of the week. First episode coming out, which is Knockbreda Football Club. Second episode, which we recorded last weekend, from Lockall Football Club. So if you're a football fan, you want to see more about Irish League football grounds and the history of all of them. Um, bit of work goes in behind those, so today where we sit and obviously talk about, you know, we'll, we'll tell you a bit of a history of the club, show you around the club, you know, different things like that there. So because we have access to all these grounds across the country, Lewis and I, we travel around the country with the welders. 
Uh, we're just doing a wee documentary series. We released our three, I think it was, last season before. We released one from Anna United, Dundella, which was a very popular one. And I can't even remember who the other one was. My head's a blank. Can't remember, but yeah, that's an art. It's a wee series, wee documentary series, guys. Which takes a bit of work to do, but we're dropping the first one this week, definitely this week, uh, where we went to Knockbridge Football Club. So stay tuned for that as well, guys. So again, that's going to bring us to the end. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know, obviously, I've come out here unscripted, unreleased, sort of talk nonsense. Hopefully, I'm not cancelled by now. The time you listen to this, by some PC woke tard. And I said that yes, woke tard, woke woke brigade. Woo woo. Um come out and try and get his cancelled because we're speaking the truth so i hope he's enjoyed this hopefully next week in the unleashed podcast i'll not have a cold hopefully the cold will be cleared up by tuesday fingers crossed i'm sorry for sniffling over the microphone lewis is a nightmare giving me the cold but it's not covid so stay alarmed stay alert <laughs> right guys i'm going to hit down the road here so again if you and if you're listening to us on youtube by the way please hit subscribe below and obviously follow the channel for all more podcasts coming up anyway gotta go here guys so until next tuesday stay tuned for the vlogs over the next few days as well i'm gonna be recording a, a vlog today as well uh hopefully be on the channel tomorrow um got a few things going on too as well work related as well so it's gonna be a pretty busy week so i will talk to you on the podcast next tuesday so until then thanks for sticking with me hope you have stuck with me any opinions at all get in touch with me via the emails and social media i do appreciate it and until next tuesday I'll see you all down the road, guys. Enjoy, enjoy your weekend, and uh, I'll see you back here on the podcast next Tuesday.